0: Dueling genre.
1: Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 122, quite possibly the greatest credits minutes ever. I'm Jeff Ferry.
0: I'm Chris Dirkosch, and I think it's
1: 123, Jeff. <sighs> well, I can't tell the difference because... <laughs> It's goddamn <laughs> it's, credits, Chris. It's the same credits. I'm, I'm used to clerks and chasing Amy-level credits, which is like two minutes, and we're going to get like right. another two weeks at his horse shit. Yeah, I don't... Uh, we're I, doing the we credits, by God. It's implied in our mandate, probably, unless we run out of time, then we won't do it. Fuck it. <laughs> right, right. my. Like, so this, this, minute, this minute starts with credits, and it, it ends with credits. <laughs> yeah. It starts with uh, large credits and ends with scrolling credits. And it's smaller credits. Yeah, so we yeah. get through... Uh, Laura Greenley, and then we get John Gordon as the executive producer. Um, we get the director of photography, Robert Yeoman, so not Kev's boy was not in this one.
0: No, but I think I've heard
1: that name before, right? Robert you, Yeoman. You a big Robert Yeoman guy, are you?
0: Yeah, I think I am. I don't know.
1: I've never heard that I've never heard that name before in my life, but I'm sure. Yeah, he's a he's fucking huge. I mean you may have heard it earlier when we looked it up the first time. <laughs> I think
0: that might have been it now that I'm looking at it because I'm looking I thought maybe it was like in Stuff I Knew, but he wasn't.
1: So. Well, okay. I'm going to give you some of his um, stuff he's been in, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle back to one. So he did Live and Die in L.A., 1985. Dead Heat, Drugstore Cowboy. These are big things. The Wizard. Uh, I'm just looking for one. Bottle Rocket. That's pretty famous. First of nine collaborations with Wes Anderson. Okay, so he's he does all the Wes Anderson shit. And Why
0: are you doing that? I'm
1: going to do that. So he does – he does Dogma 99, has Royal Tenenbaums, Life Aquatic. He does uh, Hotel Chevalier, Un- the Darjeeling Limited. He does Moonrise Kingdom, Great Budapest Hotel. And then he does Spy oh, yes. and Ghostbusters with Paul Feig. Then he does French Dispatch, Asteroid City, and The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, all with Wes Anderson. Okay. So, yeah, he, has, he did a lot of stuff. Now, the thing I wanted to circle back to was, way back in the day, so his first movie is Hero... Um, with Alexander Rockwell directing. And then he did To Live and Die in LA and Rampage, one in 85, one in 87, both with William Friedkin. Then he did in 1987, director Anthony Spinelli, he did Playboy Bedtime Stories. Ah. <laughs> Segments The Ring and the Garter and The Virgin's <laughs> Cup. <laughs> he, he
0: did that one for free. He did that for free.
1: Did he do it for free or was he like, fuck, I got a car payment too? Because <laughs> that's real early in his career. Well, I Here's can tell you what kind
0: of c- camera he uses. Yeoman shot the French Dispatch with the ARICAM ST and LT
1: cameras. Okay, Fitted so. with Cooke S4 Prime lenses. You want me to keep going? know, because no one gives a fuck. I'm going to go back to something actually interesting. In 1988, he did the movie Rented Lips, directed by Robert Downey Sr. Huh? I didn't know. In 1990, he did Too Much Sun, directed by Robert Downey Sr. Oh. So he worked for Robert Downey Sr. Yep. Uh, you didn't know Robert Downey Sr. back in the day. He's doing his thing. I don't think they called him Robert Downey Sr. at the time. No, but he was active for 60 years <laughs> in film. Really? Wow. Yeah. Didn't quite have the, the career that his son ended up with, but he has a shit ton of credits. Oh, my God.
0: His, his son almost crapped out with his with his uh, career, too. Oh, well, yeah. He, was,
1: he got into yeah. drugs, which is can be the yeah. end of your career, but he was one of the ones that was able to turn that shit around. Yeah. I can't remember for the life of me too who he said was the person he talked to. Oh, damn it. I, should, I used to know that, I think. There was somebody that was just like you're fucking up your life, you need to stop. Oh, uh, like somebody somebody I like, who it
0: was famous?
1: Uh, yeah, it was. But part of me felt like it was like uh, shit, it wasn't Tom Cruise. It was somebody like if at least yeah, it was and they were just like, yeah, this isn't working for you. You need to go do this. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Someone'll drop in the I comments tried. and be like, tell me. I tried I tried to google who helped Robert Downey Jr and the very first thing that
0: came up it said who helped Robert Downey hug the cactus. It
1: was Mel Gibson, that's what it is. Really? Yes, cuz that's what it's called. Um, that was the, the part of the story he says is about hugging the cactus, which is wow. It's basically um, like getting in you know, understanding that you have a fucked up side of you and hugging a cactus wow. is just dealing with that fucked up part of you. So Mel Gibson's the one that helped rehabilitate him.
0: That is a crazy way that we got to that.
1: <laughs> well, because there's a show on the whatever the fuck it's called now, the, the, previously was Slycast Network, whatever the hell it's called now, Last Action Heroes. There's a yeah. show, the Mel Gibson show is called Hugging the Cactus. Oh, I didn't know that. And then the production designer of this movie was Robert Ratface Holtzman, who got his neck broken in this movie. Really? Yep. We talked about it then? Man, you do not remember a goddamn thing, yeah, do you? It's been a long time. Holy shit. It's been a long time. It's been a month, maybe. It happened maybe on the I steps. He little... breaks his neck. We mentioned it was Robert Holtzman. We called him Ratface. We made fun of how he talks, but we had uh, this whole thing. Yeah, no, duh.
0: I remember now. I thought you meant he really broke his neck. I thought you meant he really broke
1: his neck on this movie. I <laughs> break your fucking neck. All right. Uh, maybe I'll stop drinking these beers. Jesus Christ. <laughs> The film editors were Kevin Scott. It's listed as such. Kevin Scott. Music by Howard Shore. We already went over Howard Shore. He's the, uh, you know, he does Hobbits. Uh, Music supervisor was Randall Poster. Yeah, I'm I'm most certainly not going there. Abigail Murray did the costume design. I'm only doing the big names here. Physically, the big names. Uh, Dickie Payne was in charge of the visual effects, which is a great nickname. Good old Dick Payne. Payne. (laughs) Uh, Vincent Guastini did the special makeup effects. And then we get the View Askew sure production did. of Dogma, and then it goes into the little credits, which we will not be reading. Oh, we're not going to um, do every we'll, name At some point scroll? next week, we'll cover um, when it gets down to the, all the Kevin shit that he puts in there of, like, thank you to this, that, and the other thing. Right. That we will talk about.
0: Now, I don't remember to scroll. Are they going to do Ben Affleck and all that stuff again?
1: Yeah, it'll come up. They'll do a regular cast scroll.
0: Well, we could do it all over again. We could do, you know, the top five movies by Ben we'll Affleck. Punch you
1: in your fucking soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alright so the year of our lord 1999 dogma comes out it came out in November so while it eventually grossed 30 million domestic by the end of 1999 it had grossed twenty eight million seven hundred ninety two thousand. so basically all it was going to get it only got you know another million and change right so on the list of movies released in 1999 where do you think it ranked hmm um this is just domestic gross domestic. I didn't it's not worldwide it's just domestic in the entire uh 99 or just that month no this is in all of 1999 I mean it basically no, that's all it made it only made 30 million so it's not going to be much right. different
0: no it's 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 40s 30s or 40s
1: okay what you think just give me a number
0: uh uh we'll go lower we'll go 25. it's number 25
1: for 1999 it is number 73. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, so it's the movie directly ahead of it is The Talented Mr Ripley, which we just talked about earlier this week.
0: I thought which, that was a pretty big movie. That was which, which
1: made 29 million, but it came out December 25th, which means oh. in 1 week <laughs> it made more money right. than Dogma. Wow. Wow. Um, Mystery Men made 20 million, $29,762,000, But like that's all it made. Like that was its entire release. Right. So Dogma in the end will end up making more money than Mystery Men. Oh, okay. Um, here's some other movies that got beat by Superstar. <laughs> Superstar. Superstar, that was a Saturday
0: yes. Saturday live one, right? That was a yes. Saturday night
1: live movie, yes. Um number sixty nine, which also came out December twenty fifth. So it, it was its first week out. Mighty Joe Young making thirty million dollars. I remember that being a big movie. Like it wasn't great. It made fifty seeing, million dollars. It was I, a fucking flop. I think I saw that in the movie theater. I saw the original. I never saw the remake because. Oh, the original's awesome,
0: but I saw. The I think one. we've I said all
1: we needed show. to say with the first one. <laughs> um, number sixty seven. Another movie. I'm pretty sure we talked about this year. Lake Placid. Made thirty one million dollars. Yeah, that was its total release. Sure um, October Sky. Thirteenth Warrior Bicentennial Man at sixty four, um, Mickey Blue Eyes made more thirty three million dollars. I believe that was the Chris Catan movie. Really, I thought just, it was a gangster. Just in movie. case you were wondering if Dogwood was a big hit or not, it was beat by Mickey Fucking Blue Eyes. I don't even know what that is. It's a movie where he's like he's somehow in like a uh, like a mob family or something.
0: Oh okay, I did see the Thirteenth Warrior. note. it was right above it. I did <laughs> yeah. see that.
1: Um, Instinct is there at sixty one. For the love of the game, the Kevin Costner, the third best baseball movie that he made. Uh a Bug's Life is there, but it just it came out November twentieth. Must have been a slow build. It was only at thirty five million. It would grow on like to Bugs gross hundred and sixty two million. Yeah, I feel like that was a huge movie. Well you gotta understand, that's only the second Pixar movie. Oh well, really? It was Toy Story and then Bugs Life, I think, I'm pretty sure.
0: And Bugs uh, Life didn't spawn a whole bunch of uh of sequels, huh? Yeah.
1: No, I, I don't. No, it's not. It's. It, I don't think. I was trying to think if they had ever done anything else with it. I don't think like they did. Like if they tried to, you know, whatever. All right, now here is where things are about to get ugly. All right, number. What the fuck is it? Um, number fifty-eight. The Thin Red Line. What do you know about the Thin Red Line, Chris? It's a
0: military movie. Oh,
1: thank you for your help. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who directed it?
0: Uh, Martin Scorsese.
1: Terrence fucking Malick directed it.
0: Oh, no. we hate that guy. Oh, my
1: ancient enemy. Guy. He's back again. <laughs> you know what I know about that guy? Jeff hates him. That's what I know about that guy. <laughs> fucking Terrence Malick is here to ruin everything. <laughs> so, like, I'll just let you know how great the Thin Red Line went. So, it came out December 25th. So, that same week, it made $35 million domestic. Total gross for domestic was $36 million. Uh Oh, so it only made one more million (laughs) after that. Any given Sunday was number fifty-seven, but it was only out for like a little over a week, so it would end up making way more at seventy-five million. Fight Club made thirty-six million, only ended up grossing thirty-seven million. Way remembered by everybody. It was number fifty-six that year. People quote that movie constantly because that movie went on to have a huge life afterwards. Right. Eight um, millimeter, my favorite Martian. Ten things I hate about you. Cruel Intentions. That these were all like mid level hits, probably in the thirties. I, I feel like I
0: saw a lot. Like there, I've weird. seen
1: all. I've seen all these fucking yeah. movies. House on Haunted yeah, Hill, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Um, Prince that. of Egypt is next. I did not see that. It's the animated. Is that movie. a cartoon? Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. I think. <laughs> uh, Life is beautiful. That's the. Um, I think that's the one that the guy won the uh, the Oscar for, and then he got up and walked all over everybody. Roberto Benigni. I believe that's that movie. I mean, $57 million? Goddamn. Um, Stigmata at 47, one of my first DVDs I owned. I've seen that. Definitely Number 46, South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. <laughs> $52 million right there. Wow. Um, you've Got Mail, Message in a Bottle, Varsity Blues, Forces of Nature, Never Been Kissed, and Eyes Wide Shut at 40. So we're, we're into the top 40. <laughs> that's another movie I've always seen clips from. Number 39 is Stepmom. Yet. Do not try to look that up online. Uh, yeah, that's pre- especially not nowadays. Yeah, You're right. It will not lead you to this out. movie. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it, c- it came out December 25th. Did every fucking movie and civil action came out December 25th? Was it like 20 movies released on December 25th? And who goes to see these movies between Christmas and New Year? And Stepmom no would make 91 million dollars total. Fucking wow. ridiculous. Um, Three Kings. That's a great movie that came out. 58 million. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, End of Days. She's all that. Bone Collector. Life. That's the Eddie Murphy movie. Number 32. Making $66 million, more than twice what Dogma made, Bowfinger. Whoa, Bowfinger. Oh! Hey, Make sure all, you subscribe to the Bowfinger. Podcast. As a matter of fact, if you're listening to Bowfinger and you're listening to all this shit live, we're on it this week. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it is this week, isn't it? That's crazy. It is. <laughs> um, after that is the Green Mile, which ended up making a lot more, but it was $67 sure. million on the way to one hundred thirty-six. The, the December 25th. No, it came out like December 10th. Um, Blue Streak, 67 million. Blue Streak, the fucking Martin Lawrence movie. Wow. Stuart Little, that was, now we're into the top 30. Stuart Little, it made 68 million. Thomas Crown Affair, American Beauty, 70 million. Ended up making twice that. Fucking Deep Blue Sea, baby. There's a Deep Blue Sea minute out there. (laughs) My hat is Um, like a shark fin. I know that much. 25, Payback. Number 24, Pokemon. I saw that movie. This must have been. It is a too. pile of dog shit. This must have been a great year for movies. I'm telling yeah. you, Holy Entrapment, Patch Adams, The Haunting, Sleepy Hollow is number twenty. So we're in, we're in the top twenty. We're heading into the the final turn. Wait, Johnny Depp, Sleep Sleepy Hollow. That was a yeah, good that movie, was a good too. movie. It's back when yeah, I could I still kidding. stand Johnny Depp in movies. <laughs> and then we go Shakespeare in Love, Inspector Gadget, American Pie, General's Daughter. Analyze this. We're into the big time now. We're into $100 million yeah. movies now. Anything after American yeah. Pie made $100 million. Wow. And that's just domestic, and that's just 1999. Um, analyze this. Wild Wild West. <laughs> at number 13. We're at number 14 with the giant <laughs> fucking spider in it. Is that Selma It is. is that, it is. Uh, Double Jeopardy. That was a... Um, um, fuck. What's her face? And Morgan Freeman, I think. Uh, number 12. The World is Not Enough. What's that movie, Chris? James Bond. Yes, it is. No, I, I, I'm, I'm becoming a James Bond expert.
0: I'm Not the one of the best right ones, now.
1: but it certainly was a I'll movie. Number eleven, Notting Hill. It. Okay, here we go. Everyone, buckle in. We're into the top ten. Number ten, The Blair Witch Project. That movie sucked, and it made so much. money. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna have to see. Okay, I'll say this. I don't think it sucked. Here's my problems with it. It was not as good as everyone told me it was gonna be. No, it was not. Listen, it was okay. I,
0: under, I, under, I get the, the concept of it But it was It was bullshit Like I'm watching I'm like
1: Oh my god How long are we watching watch This shaky camera bullshit what The problem is It's not even that movie That bothers me What bothers me is For the next 10 fucking years I had to watch every asshole Try to remake The Blair Witch Project yeah. With their shitty shaky cam Maybe that's my problem Maybe I'm angry Because they started That friggin' fed Now I will tell you this From number 11 Naughty Hill To Blair Witch There's a 35 million dollar jump which made 140 million dollars? Runaway Bride at number nine, number eight, The Mummy, number seven, Big Daddy. Wait, the original Mummy that was a good movie, too. That yeah, was a good actually. movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, number, number seven, Big Daddy with our old friend in it from uh, Casey <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, number six, Tarzan from Walt Disney. Actually, I, I like that movie too. That's good and movie here we too. go into the top five. Is there any chance you could guess any of these movies in the top five? 1999. What would have come out in
0: nineteen ninety nine? Nineteen ninety nine. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Is it Toy Story? Toy Story. Toy Story two is number four. Oh, look at that! I thought it was. Made 199 one hundred and ninety nine million dollars on its way to two hundred forty five million. Is is that the next one in line too? No, it's number four. You I skipped one, so you could get your oh, okay. your right answer. Okay, I got one. I got one. I'm happy about that. All right, number um, five is a movie you have not seen, and we have mentioned this week. Uh, Late nineties. Come on. Wait, I'm trying to think. Uh, What did we just talk? Oh, The Matrix. Yes, 171 (laughs) million. Yes, The Matrix. Uh, Number three is also a sequel. The second movie out of three. It's not James Bond. I have no idea. It's not James Bond, but it's kind of like it. Uh, James Jason Bourne. Number three is Austin Powers, the Spy Who Shagged Ah. They're good. Two hundred and six million dollars. They're fun movies, you know. I saw them before I saw the actual James Bond movies. Right. Uh, number two, <laughs> um, you never gonna, M Night Shyamalan. Mm,
0: well it had to be pretty early.
1: Uh, Six cents. Six cents. Two hundred seventy-six yes. million dollars on its way to two ninety-three. And number one, the year nineteen ninety-nine. There's a certain segment of fans out there that would know that year anywhere. I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea beat the Matrix? A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, which one? Star Wars is Episode it? One, the Phantom Menace. Wow. So number two is Six Cents, made $276 million. Number one, Phantom Menace made $430 million that year. That's domestic gross. Holy <laughs> shit, when did that come out? Um it came out May 19th. Okay. So that was all I mean that's what it made. million. But... Dollars. <laughs> so think about that. It's end what it made? It made 400 million and dogma.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> Holy crap and people hate that movie. And <laughs> eh, well they're wrong.
1: It's a it's a little underwhelming and George Lucas doesn't know how to direct but it's what it, yeah, you know, I don't, what it I is. Yeah, I don't hate that movie.
0: I don't I mean it's okay. That's one of the better ones the, the third one was the, the one that got really weird. Oh no.
1: No, 2 2 is where my problem is.
0: Was it 2? Which one guys? One clones. the Clones. Okay. 2 is one with the love is... story in it. Is that the one that had like the uh, the meeting of the council and all that crap where like ET was in it and stuff?
1: Um, they have a little bit of that <laughs> and, and kind of all of them. Uh, okay. Two is the one where him and Padme go off together and they're on Naboo and they're they're falling mm. in love and he doesn't like sand because it's coarse and it gets everywhere <laughs> and it's become painfully obvious that George Lucas is well beyond being able to write fucking dialogue for teenagers because he hasn't actually
0: made forty one, years, right? Well, that's where Stephen King is now too. Like he they they
1: write things oh, yeah. for kids. Oh yeah. Stephen and, King. Listen, I yeah. love Stephen King and I've listened to all his stuff, but like you could tell he's reaching. It's like when if you told me, "Hey, um, could you reference like I'm going to write something, I'm going to write something about the 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 current like rap scene, which yeah. I know nothing about." So yeah, what yeah. would you do? You would Google it and you would pull it up and you'd be like, "All right, well, <laughs> I need mean, you put two names in there. You have no idea who the fuck these people are." And that's what he's doing right. now.
0: Well, I've seen like some of his his um Back and forth between teenagers, you're like golly G and stuff, and it's like well, no, and what he'll Stephen make King... like
1: he'll make a current reference for today that's like ten years out of date, <laughs> and he's just like yes, and then they went and dabbed with all the other kids, and you're like what the fuck? It's I mean it's one thing if you read a book that's ten years old and it makes an old reference, right. but like right. books came out yesterday and it's wrong.
0: Nobody does that anymore, Stephen King. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Which I mean, luckily his books are still awesome, so I don't care. But like he he's almost better writing. He can write adults great. He can write, like, young kids great. It's like, it's even that teenage thing that he can really, although, I will say this, he can still have some of the most terrifying fucking bullies in these movies, in his movies, in his books. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, oh my God, like, what what happened to you in school, Steve? Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, your school must have been awful. (laughs) Like, how many of his movies are just like the most terrifying bullies you've ever seen? I mean, that's mostly what it is. Oh, my God. He's just yeah. like, I mean, how many people died in your school? You must have had the most dangerous school on earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, dangerous schools and it's Friday, why don't you wrap shit up for us?
0: Oh, we're at a Jay and Bob Minute. We, we're on Where? What, what should I do? Oh, go check out our T Public site because we got some shirts up there. and We promised plenty of shirts this year that we never did, but we got classics back there. Go check them out. And it's Classics. Friday, and Jeff's <laughs> Jeff's got a
1: uh, Bible quote. I'm sure, so may have used it already. Don't care. I'm going to say it again. Um, at least I'm going to try to Revelation twenty-one six. Then he said to me, "It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give to you the one who thirsts from the spring of the water of life without cost." Who's <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the house, oh, well. I'm in the house, <laughs> oh, well. And well. this is how See, I turn it out. So I'm in the to.